Food for the journey. The last time you receive Holy Communion before you die, it's called viaticum, which in Latin means food for the journey. We need food to have energy and to be strong, so it makes sense that there is a special food that gives us the sustenance we need for our journey through life to heaven. And that is the special food that connects us to God. Holy Communion, the Eucharist. We are in the third week of Advent and our Advent message series called Presence, God with us. At the beginning of St. Matthew's Gospel, it says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God's promise to be present, God's promise to be with us, continues today in many ways, but especially in the Eucharist. You probably noticed that we are a little more colorful than usual. Today is one of the two times a year that we wear rose, (laughs) rose. Rose is kind of like a mix of white, which we wear for celebration, and purple, which we wear for preparation. So we rejoice, Gaudete, we rejoice because Christmas is near. There are different schools of thought on when you should put your Christmas decorations up. Have you put your decorations up yet? So some people put them up right after Thanksgiving. The liturgical purists say you shouldn't put them up until Christmas Eve. Admittedly, I put up the Christmas tree in the rectory this week. (laughs) But those things, those are simply external preparations. And as fixated as we can become on the external preparations, we don't want to lose sight of the internal preparations, the preparations of our hearts. And two important internal preparations that I want to call your attention to are confession and almsgiving. I'm going to be going to confession before Christmas, and I hope you do too. I'm actually going to go when we have the priests here this afternoon. So today at 1 p.m., we'll have a bunch of priests here to hear confessions, and we'll also have some extra priests here on Wednesday night for our Advent night of praise, when we'll sing some praise to God, we'll have some time for quiet prayer, we'll have Eucharistic adoration, and we can celebrate the sacrament. And then the other internal preparation I wanna call you to is almsgiving. Before Mass, we heard uh, Dick share his witness about the work that he does and others do with the St. Vincent de Paul Society and the impact that they have in our neighbors' lives. I like to think of them as being God's helping hands as well as the helping hands of our community. So all of the money or the alms that we collect in our Advent missions drive will goes out to help needy folks, both in our community as well as in Boston. And I would say, you are never too old, nor are you ever too young to practice generosity according to your means. So thank you for giving. And as 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8 says, love covers a multitude of sins. So there's a wonderful series called The Lord of the Rings. 
maybe you're familiar with it. It tells the story of two hobbits in their epic quest through Middle Earth so that they can save the world from the power of evil. You may not know this, but the author, J.R.R. Tolkien, was a devout Catholic and sort of interwoven through the, through the, through the Lord of the Rings are many Christian images and illusions. One of these elements is the special travel food which was made by the elves called waybread or lembus. It's an allusion to the Eucharist. Lembus is white, it's a white wafer-like bread that is very nutritious, that stays fresh for months, and it's used for sustenance on long journeys. Now if we jump to the end of the trilogy, the protagonist Frodo, along with his helper Sam, are nearing the goal of their mission on Mount Doom. So they are well within enemy territory, and just being on Mount Doom makes them feel drained and weary and fearful. And it says that without the strength that they got from the waybread, they would have just laid down and died. But there's another detail that's really important. It says, the more that Frodo and Sam relied on the waybread alone, the more it gave them the strength that they needed to endure. Sometimes our lives feel like we are ascending Mount Doom. Sometimes our own strength is not enough. That's why we need the food for the journey that we get at Mass. At Mass, we are not fed with the lembus or the whey bread of elves, but we are fed with the bread of angels, the body and blood of Christ. When we receive the Eucharist, our problems don't go away, but we do get the strength that we need to journey through life and all of its challenges. To draw strength from the Eucharist, you have to rely on the Eucharist. To draw strength from the Eucharist, you have to rely on the Eucharist. That's why once when you go to communion, you should always have in your mind something that you wanna ask God for something that you want to ask for help with or something that you want to be strengthened in. In one of his personal letters, Tolkien spoke of the Eucharist as the one great thing to love on earth and the only cure for sagging or fainting faith. And this is what John the Baptist longed for in today's gospel. Like all the pious Jews of his time, John was awaiting the Messiah, the Savior who would bring about restoration. But unlike other Jews, John received a unique call, a particular call, to prepare the way for the Messiah whose arrival was imminent. For John, responding to God's call meant preaching and proclaiming a baptism of repentance. But because his preaching upset people in power who didn't want to turn away from their evil ways, John found himself in prison. When he's in prison, we don't know his psychological or his emotional state, but I bet he felt a lot like Frodo and Sam on Mount Doom. Maybe drained, maybe fearful, 
And maybe from that darkness of the dungeon, he wondered, is this really what God wants? Am I on the right path? Was maybe I'm mistaken? You know, perhaps John was looking for a glimmer of light. Perhaps he was looking for strength, or if you will, food for the journey. So he sent his messengers to Jesus with the question, are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? And then we heard Jesus' response, but Jesus responded indirectly. He said to the messengers, go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind regain their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the good news proclaimed to them. Jesus doesn't directly say that he's the Messiah, but he lists the things that he is doing, which are the very things that the Messiah would do. It might seem odd, but by giving an indirect answer, Jesus is actually encouraging John the Baptist's faith. Because at its most basic level, faith is trusting the word of another and accepting what they say to be honest and true. When you get to heaven, or God forbid, hell, you will no longer have faith. You will no longer have faith because when you're there, you are going to see for yourself. And then as the messengers depart, Jesus tells the people about who John really is. Is he a prophet? Yes, and more than a prophet because he is the one who prepares the way for and heralds the Messiah. So how do you prepare the way and make straight the path by which the Lord enters your heart? The best way is to receive the Eucharist. But to receive the Eucharist as the food for your journey that gives you strength, you need a couple things. You need the desire to be connected to him. You need to have the desire to follow him and to put his teachings into practice more and more in your life. You need to have fasted for one hour because that human experience of hunger opens our hearts to be filled by the Lord. And you need to be free from any unconfessed mortal sins. That is the big sins that separate us from God. If you're familiar with the Lord of the Rings, you know that, you remember that Gollum and the orcs couldn't eat the whey bread because they represented corruption and evil. In fact, when they tried to, it actually hurt them. But Frodo and Sam could eat the, the whey bread because they relied on it as food for the journey. When you rely on the Eucharist as food for your journey, you receive the strength that you need to go through all of the challenges of life. So today when you receive Holy Communion, 
What do you want to ask God to strengthen you for?